Hey, what's up, guys? On today's episode of Elite Influence Podcast, I'm interviewing Mladen Vukovic. Mladen has built up a massive marketing agency and basically lived the successful entrepreneur, digital nomad lifestyle, traveling the world, driving Lamborghinis, etc., etc. Recently, he's given a lot of that up. He's transitioned to a role as an engineer and is teaching people to do what he did. You can find Mladen at Facebook on Facebook at mladen.vukovic.31. That's M-L-A-D-E-N dot V-U-K-O-V-I-C dot 31. And without further ado, here's the episode. All right, guys. Welcome to another episode of the Elite Influence Podcast. We've been bringing on some really badass people talking about their le- the life lessons they've learned to get to where they are at now, some of the skill sets, mindsets. And today I brought my friend on uh, Mladen. Actually, I don't even know your last name, Mladen. What's your last name? Uh, Vukovic. Vukovic. I never knew how to say it. So yeah. Mladen Vukovic from uh, Warsaw, Poland. I have no idea where you're from. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> but I just remember it. So I met, I met Mladen a couple years ago. And he, uh, um, he's one of these guys you just talk to and there's just immense wisdom that, that literally just reeks out of his, like just seeps out of his pores. And, um, you know, he's had a ton of success in, in the social media marketing space. Um, he's working as an engineer now and, and a couple, uh, startups on the side doing some coaching and kind of all sorts of different things. So he's busy, busy guy. Um, welcome, Ladin. Well, uh, thanks for having me here over there, Mike. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm from uh, Eastern Europe, so you, you weren't that off with Poland. Uh, I'm from a, I'm half Croatian, half Serbian, born in Bosnia. There, <laughs> so but grew up in Canada, so got a little bit of everything, man. It's not bad. <laughs> cool, man. So what what are you like? I know you just you were just talking about this just before, but like, what are what are some of the different um, maybe just so people get a, a better understanding of who you are? Like, what are what are some of the different things you're working on like right now? Mm, fair enough. So uh, currently, uh, as you said, like I'm, I'm an engineer by like trade, whatever. And so I kind of went back in there just to get like my PN to get more experience in there because later on I might launch like a consulting uh, engineering company with my family because we're all just mining engineers. And uh, so kind of just leaving doors open for that. But at the same time, I also do marketing consulting on the side for a lot of different companies. And then I'm also uh, involved in a couple of startups right now uh, in helping um, uh, programmers learning how to code and teaching them how to run through that. And then also potentially getting into like actually teaching other like potential like millennials on how to even get started on this advertising and marketing and uh, just kind of coaching and guiding them through it. So, yeah. Is that Roman you're talking about right now? Uh, So Roman was the, he was the first student. And uh, he's been absolutely just crushing it in this space and he's, he's loving it. And, uh, but now it's starting to branch off more and more people. So I have to really get clear on <laughs> should I be making this course or which way am I going to guide it? Cause uh, yeah, it's uh it definitely, it's definitely been awesome. I, I love teaching Roman. I loved uh, his energy and everything he's had behind it. And if I can like help someone else, like other than Roman, like someone else get that same success. Like it's just going to bring the most utter joy ever. So <laughs> I, I love watching people succeed. It's just, and especially if I was a part of a journey of that, oh, it's, it's absolutely amazing. Oh yeah, man. So here, so here, um, you know, it's fascinating. I know we had a conversation about this a while back, but I mean, you went, you went off, you got your engineering degree and then you went off and you started doing the whole marketing thing and you made, you know, thousands of dollars and you were you know you were living the the dream life traveling all over you know driving fast cars beautiful women so like what like maybe walk me through um actually why don't why don't we just do this why don't you go back and give me give me kind of just a a brief you know summary of of your life so like you know what are some of the 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 main points growing up and then you know etc like the big landmark moments if you know what i mean yeah fair enough uh yeah, I'll try and articulate it. Like, uh, there, there was a couple of pivotal moments for sure. And like a lot of the self-development journeys helped me like pinpoint uh, these critical locations. So I guess we kind of just go through it and um, I'll just walk you through it. So, I mean, on average, like I'm, I'm pretty standard. Uh, I grew up in a pretty standard family of like two brothers. Uh, there's three brothers. So I'm, I'm the middle one, regular family. My dad's an engineer. My mom, she used to be a lawyer back home, but she couldn't transfer it over here. So we grew up in a kind of like a middle-class lifestyle. It wasn't that bad. Um, everything was fine until the time of like bin Laden and the whole terrorist thing. And so we're moving and 
I remember that was the first time in my life, I think it was like grade six, where I, I moved to a new place in Yellowknife and I just instantly got called terrorist and well, like wow. Latin, bin Latin and stuff like that. And I was repeatedly hounded and made fun of. I can't even, I can't even, I can't even explain it. And um, that's where I started realizing like, man, I think there's something wrong with me. Like, I don't, I don't understand. Like we're all playing sports together. We're all doing this stuff. And there's definitely something wrong with me. Right. And so the actual, yeah, that actually leads to one of the worst parts of uh, my life. Actually, it's a, it's a tough one to talk about. Um, it was grade eight. I, uh, right. I, I, I kind of, I, I remember just waking up and I, let's do this. Okay. I'm so uncomfortable with it. You know, uh, I woke up and uh, it was like 2 a.m. Uh, in the tent and uh, it's still daylight out here because it's summer in Yellowknife and like sun doesn't really set in the summer. And um, my nostrils are, are on fire because of the stink bomb that was thrown in the tent. I am in, so there's actually, I should go, it's a birthday party and uh, there's two tents split amongst, I think it was like 12 guys. And every guy decided to just isolate me. And I was in that alone tense. I was completely isolated, right? And I wake up, nostrils are on fire from like smelling this like stink bomb. My, my uh, calves are cramped up because they stomped on my calves to, uh, to wake me up. Um, all I'm hearing is like terrorist, loser, wake up, and then just laughing at me. And uh, I remember just like tears rolling down my face. And uh, it was like, I think it, that was like the lowest of the lowest moments for me because I remember it was at that moment that I started uh, resenting my parents. Mm -hmm. I started resenting everything, started resenting my name. I started resenting the world and I, I, I made a promise. I was like, you know what? Like, I'm just going to wait till they all go to sleep and I'm going to go swim out that lake till I can't anymore. And... Fuck, I can't even look at the camera when I say this. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad that they, uh, I fell asleep before they did, you know, and uh, I woke up the next day and I felt such shame and guilt to even think about like committing suicide or even uh, trying to even like actually going to attempt it and all that. And so I had this shame and guilt that's just driven me. It turned into this power, this uh, drive that... I'm going to, I have to prove myself better than everybody else in order to, in order to succeed, in order to be accepted and to be connected. And it's done really well. I mean, for early on in my life, like I graduated from, I had my associate's degree before I had my high school diploma. And then I graduated with two degrees, like uh, in one a bachelor of science and geology, the other bachelor of mining was like engineering. And uh, I went off and I started dating I started dating models because nothing else was acceptable, even though we were not like, I was just shooting for, Hey, you're an Instagram model. That's exactly who I want to be dating. And, uh, we were, I was living the lifestyle because I was working for an oil company. It was, it was doing, doing really, really well. Um, we were, we would go down to Vegas, like rent out Lamborghinis, race those bad boys against Ferraris and all that stuff. And I mean, drifting a Lamborghini is awesome. They get mad at you for that, but it's awesome. <laughs> And, um, everything was going good on social media. Fuck. I made it. I made it. Like I was like, look at me, look at all the stuff I'm achieving. Look at all this. And like that drive to show myself better than everybody else and all that. It worked really well. Right. However, what nobody saw on the back end was the fact that, man, I got cheated on repeatedly, but I would stay in these relationships because I didn't think I was worth it. I was empty and dying inside. I, nothing fulfilled me. I needed more and more and more. And constantly there was nothing. I was like, I would go and travel just to like post these pictures and whatever, uh, just to show how good I'm doing. And then that was never good enough. I had to do even more. And I would pick out the biggest flaws out of everything and anyone around me. Right. And especially myself. And, uh, regardless on social media, I was living this lifestyle. And one day I get laid off and that that broke me because here goes my status my image the everything that i had like um i can't portray myself as who i was anymore because i'm actually now i had to move back into my parents house and this was like i haven't lived with my parents for like 10 years at this point 
And this was the most embarrassing thing in the world, which is crazy when I think back at it now. I'm like, dude, man, I enjoy mama's cooking and like laundry gets done here and there. Like it was amazing. But at the time I was so fucking embarrassed that I would just say, oh no, this is a temporary thing, whatever. This is just what I'm doing. I would avoid the question. And I, uh, I turned all that anger of like, hey, I'm going to show you guys that I'm better than you by starting my own companies. And so I started... And it was really good having that anger. Uh, I'm really happy that I had it because it's what's driven me to fail multiple times. And I failed. I can't even remember. I think like at, at this point in life, it was like six or seven companies that I failed. And I would just like start them. No idea what I'm doing, but I'm starting them out of purely the fact that I want money. I want make my million dollars. That's all that I was striving for. And that's what was driving me because I'm like, with money, I'm able to blanket my lifestyle and do what the hell I'm doing. Right. So um, it was like starting, failing, starting, failing, starting, failing. And then one day I did like a cost analysis and I'm like, I just got scammed $14,000 in marketing. And I didn't even realize it. Like we were paying these marketing companies and they were doing absolutely nothing. And there was, we were getting no traction, zilch. And I couldn't even explain it. And that's where I made a decision. Like that was a pivotal moment in my life where I was like, okay, like I'm going to learn marketing so that I know exactly who to hire um, uh, to do my marketing. And as I started learning marketing, I started investing heavily into these courses and everything that I like made was just reinvested into the courses. As I, as I started getting better and better marketing, most of these, like these courses are okay. You get, you get some really good ones. You get some mediocre ones, but I feel like the biggest thing lacking was they were teaching you how to, how do you sell your services? That was the hardest part. I was going door to door sales on businesses and man, it, it, you've done door to door sales and it can be embarrassing, man. Like there's times like I walk in the businesses and the whole business just like, when you have like five different people just stop what they're doing, looking up at you and you're just like, I, uh, I sell marketing services. And they're like laughing at you and like, throwing you out the door like you just you just want to like shoot yourself man i'm like i don't want to do this anymore right <laughs> and out of nowhere like from days and days of doing this and just countless rejections um i land my first client and it was 200 dollars a month is what we signed up for i was the happiest guy in the world like i went from making so much money to like 200 dollars a month like this is like barely anything yeah. And uh, it was it meant the world to me because it's like this is the first step in my like success journey. Like I landed it, and anybody listening to it right now, fuck door to door sales sucks. Like for businesses, don't do it. <laughs> there's so many ways. There's so many other ways around this that like it's it's. But it definitely builds like like you can probably speak to it like thick skin, and um, it definitely brings a lot out of you. Mm-hmm. However, uh, so that. Uh, that converted, like, you know, once we started doing well for him, he started going viral. Like, even, like, the uh, prime minister, our prime minister started recognizing some of the videos, which was really cool. Um, we started getting referrals, and we started scaling up. And from this scaling up, started doing really well. And so I started traveling. And I started traveling once again. Hey, I got to show off my lifestyle, right? I got to hide behind this. Like, everything's going on. Like all, like, all the, like, struggles that I had, I got to show this facade that, Look at me. And so I've traveled like, I think it's like up to this point, it's like 28 countries now, but like multiple times in each country. And uh, so I was everywhere like Southeast Asia to like uh, Peru to like the tallest towers in like Dubai. And like, it was really cool because I could, after investing all this money into marketing and keep, and I kept reinvesting into it, I was learning all these strategies and techniques that was able to just take on clients, execute what they needed and just keep going. And I could work from anywhere that I wanted. And that was the cool thing. Like one year, I remember I counted, I did 10 different trips, which is just amazing. Like I'm still pretty young. I'm, I'm still living with my parents, but I'm just- How, in how old are you at this point? Uh, I think this is like 26 or, tw- or 27. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm like 29 now. I, I, sorry, that's like 20, yeah, 26 or 27. I don't know. It wasn't too, too long ago. And um, I'm just like coming back from the trip and like, there were so many things like I would just be in one moment I'm in Serbia and where we're doing like this contract thing for whatever. And then I'm like catching a plane out of Amsterdam. I'm like spending a couple of days in Amsterdam. And then right after that, I'd be going to like West coast trail and then in like Vancouver Island. And from there I'd go like plan my trip down to Malaysia and Thailand. So like lifestyle was great, but 
honestly, I kept wanting to show off just how good I was. Right. And uh, I kept wanting to like my social media once again was like through the roof. Everyone's like, man, your lifestyle is amazing. Like your life is crazy. Like I was, I was renting out like fast cars and racing. Oh, it was, it was awesome. But what everybody wasn't realizing was that I was in the most, like I was in a relationship that should have ended way long time ago, but I was afraid of abandonment. What I, what they didn't realize I was this empty freaking shell. Like I, I was dead inside, absolutely dead. And there was nothing that was enough for me. That like the fact that if you back then told me that I did 10 trips and that's amazing, I would have said, yeah, that's not good enough. Like, look at these guys, they're making multi-million dollar businesses and they're constantly abroad. It was nothing I ever did was good. And I didn't even realize like what skills I had and what uh, what kind of came out of it and the damage I was doing to everyone around me, like my family, the, the relationship I was in, the friends that I had and clients that I was dealing with. And what happened one day was I started signing on clients and I guess like right before this, we were doing really well. We were like, honestly, I was starting to get like five, 10 K um, con uh, contracts and started hiring full blown teams of like bringing them on board, managing teams and like just doing all these awesome marketing projects and signed on this one client. It was awesome. It came from like a referral and I didn't even want to do research because I was like, well, fuck, this is another, this is another 10 K plus uh, contract. Let's go. This is just going to up my numbers. Let's, let's rock this thing. Little did I know that she sued every single company she's worked with. And I think person that she's worked with and uh, I got a lawsuit. Right. That is scary, my man. <laughs> I'm like, what in the world just happened? Like, and I don't really understand the lawsuit. I mean, uh, I've had I've had a couple of companies like scam me, like we would do all the work, and it's like they scam me out of a 5K contract and stuff. And I was like, okay, that was a mistake on me for not not ensuring these contingencies were met and all this. Right. But this one, we've done all the work. She was getting all these results, and then Noah just started just trying to sue us back. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, this is we've done everything you requested and three times more. Right. And it was the realization it, and like uh, the, the lawsuit didn't follow through because uh, I ended up hiring lawyers and I'm like, you know what, let's, let's go with this. And because I'm like, I've never been in this. I'm terrified and I'm going to stand behind my work because this is all I've got. I, I've, my success literally dictated on my work and right. my self worth. Right. So I knew I invested so much of my self worth into these things that I'm like, I knew I was good. I couldn't face reality that this was not good or this wasn't a right match. And so uh, uh, we got through it all. Like there was no loss to they She backed off. She was, it was just, like, I guess like a dog showing its fangs or whatever. Um, and this is the part of my life that it all kind of fell apart. Uh, the only thing that saved me was this self-development course. It was a landmark that I took at the time um, that I came out of and I realized just how much of a, Oh, like, I, I, I'm like, I'm lacking, lacking for the terms right now, but just like two faced kind of like shell that I was and just how much of like a, like a hole that I come off as, you know, like I would not, nobody was ever good enough. Nothing was ever, um, enough. And I had such high expectations of everyone. And yeah, this is what, like beginning of last year, it was the first time I told my parents that I loved them. Right. That's, that's like the craziest moment I think about like, man, it's so easy to say it now. And, uh, but back then I, my, like I had my dad call me in from Russia cause he was on there for a contract and he's like, are you about to commit suicide? I'm like, son, what is going on right now? I'm like, he sat me down and like, I, he's like, what are you going through? Like, what is happening with you? Right. And I'm like, no, oh, dad, I'm feeling the exact opposite. Like, this is crazy. Like being vulnerable is awesome and all this crazy <laughs> stuff. Right. But, um, and so right after that came this massive guilt and shame. Like, what did I just do? I just like said this to my family and like, they, they, we've been like generations of like not telling this to each other. Right. So I was like, kind of like the first one breaking it. And, um, it was terrifying. And at that same moment, that's where like this, uh, kind of lost you was kind of ending and all that stuff and I made I realized something about myself is I was doing everything for like external validation that's the word I was looking for 
I needed, I needed people's approval of me. I needed um, everyone's literally approval because I wanted to just feel accepted. And so everything I did was for the wrong purpose. And it was solely for the fact that I wanted to generate more money, not to really help people. I would tell people I want to help them, but in reality, I was doing it for the money. And um, so that's where I had, I, I had to change environments. I was like, I have to pull, I have to, the first step was stop, recognize it and stop. And so I recognized it and I said, I faced it and it was tough. Uh, those were, those were not, not good times, but I decided to change environments. I said, you know what? I'm going to go back to engineering. I uh, just kind of finish off some of this, uh, get more experience in this. It's, it's not bad. It's going to be a great mental break from all this. And while I'm doing it, I'm going to be in, uh, I'm going to be doing a lot of self-development kind of work to reestablish and re-angle myself and what's been happening. And throughout that journey, it's been absolutely amazing because now, man, I like before I couldn't spend five minutes alone with myself without finding something to numb myself with. Like driving was the worst. And like I was in uh, Calgary. So like my office and my home was about a 30 minute drive. I dreaded that drive every day. So it's an hour, right? But I would have audiobooks blasting with being on the phone with people, um, blasted with trying to chew gum, slurp on Slurpees, anything and driving at the same time, anything to numb my mind enough so I can just get home so I can focus on the next thing. So that because if I spent five minutes with myself, I would go through relentless things of you're a piece of shit, you're a loser, you're never going to make it, um, you're just an imposter, you're, uh, you're, anyways, the list goes on and on and on. And uh, the amount of self-sabotage that I had was, was insane. I, and now I'm at the point where I don't even remember the last time I said that. <laughs> I don't remember the time. Uh, and I'm so, I'm a lot more, and I've still got quite a bit of work to do on this, but I'm a lot more present with people, a lot more like empathetic. And I've realized that, you know, I was leading everything from the sense of money and not from really trying to help people. And what like most successful people will tell you is they're, uh, they're not doing this for the money. They don't care about the money. They, they're in it because they love it so much. Money comes in after. Right. And so it was reversing that whole process. And what came through that is I started taking on like Roman, for example. And I was like, Hey, Roman called me up one day. He's like, would you, would you be open to like teaching me marketing and stuff like that? And being like my mentor. And I was like, you know what, this is perfect. And so like, I've been just teaching Roman just everything. And I didn't realize just the sheer amount of joy that I had uh, in just seeing his success. You know, seeing him like go through his struggles and everything. And, but aligning him, like he landed, uh, one of the biggest problems that I always faced was I'm like, like we learn all these marketing things, but you never learn how to like get clients. You do learn a couple of tactics here and there, but not really consistent. And here I was, I was like, I've hired and fired maybe like 90 people that I've worked with already and like just different contracts and stuff. And I know what works, what doesn't work. And I'm like, well, Roman, how about you just go and sell it first and then I'll teach you marketing. And so he landed his first, he landed his first con like client right. without even knowing how to market or do anything, man. And I was like, listen, you can like, we can take it slow and like go the, like, you know, I'll teach you marketing and then we'll like, we'll go and sell. Um, but you could drink from the fire hose and you go sell first <laughs> and I'll teach you marketing. And he's like, let's go drink from the fire hose. And it was crazy. So I'm like sitting there, I'm like, what in the world? And so having to like teach him and like help him manage his client and everything through all the ups and downs. And then his client just ends up like taking on with some of his results and he's, they're like super happy. Now he's opened up quite a bit of other opportunities for him as well and referrals. And he's just, Anyway, he's super happy, super busy, and like we're, we're we've become just really good friends through all this. Right. And uh, and then in the same meantime, I started getting quite a bit more people reaching out, and I started getting hired on as a marketing consultant on the side. And I got to tell you, man, like operating from this uh, from this kind of energy space has been absolutely amazing. And realizing, really coming uh, coming to terms with both like that uh, suicidal kind of event that I've had and realizing that is literally what's geared me towards this whole journey of like this rough freaking crazy journey of trying to prove myself to everybody else when realizing that I'm already good enough. Like, and my favorite term, I'm like, I am, I just am. Right. That's, that's all there is. And it just kind of, it felt like you just shedded off all this armor and now you're just you 
you're not trying to be something you're not, you're not you know, this, you're just the real authentic vulnerable you. And it's, it's, it's amazing, man. Life's been so good. And so like, I'm like every day I'm sitting here, I'm like, Oh man, I can't wait for the next thing. I don't even know what I'm going to do next, but I'm just so excited. And I'm like, what's the next thing? I think I'm just going to eat dinner, but fuck, I'm so excited for dinner. You know, it's, it's cool. It's uh, it's almost like this weird positivity. And I'm like, I'm not used to this man. Cause I would put on a smile, but inside I'm like, and I'm like hate and anger, but now oh. it's, it's awesome. <laughs> So amazing, man. Yeah, that's uh, I guess that's kind of been my journey up in this point. Uh, I kind of went on a rant there, but yeah, yeah. It's 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 funny because I can relate to a lot of a lot of what you said. Maybe maybe not to quite the extent, but like I recognize, and there there was a large part where I was just dri- like same same thing, driven driven for money. Like have to be have to have to prove something, you know, that I am good enough. And just became this like for a long time. It just became this thing of like I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. Have to make more money, more money, more money. And same thing like you know I look around. Nobody around me was ever good enough. And and so like like I, I can relate to that strongly, man. And it's it's yeah. um, even the, the kind of a big thing that switched for me recently. Um, and I feel like you're you're kind of I mean you talked about this as well. But coming from that attitude of service, you know, mm-hmm. cert, like almost service first. Like hey, I'm gonna you know I'm just I'm I'm here to help kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a, it's a fascinating place to come from, man. And, and my kind of experience with it, cause I just, I just switched into doing kind of coaching full time, like coaching and I'm doing some real estate stuff on the side and kind of learning that. But it's, it's fascinating because I'm like, my whole focus now is on how can I serve more people? You know, how can, how can I serve more people or where can I, where can I add more value? And it's, it's, it's almost scary because it's, it's come from this, this mindset of like, make more money, make more money, seek more security, seek more security. And now all of a sudden it's like, okay, well, I'm not, that, that doesn't really drive me anymore, you know? And it's put me in this weird space of like, even today, like I was, I was, you know, I went on, I brought on a bunch of clients and the last little bit, I'm like, okay, well, frick, I don't like, you know, I've, I've hit a lot of the people that I think would be good clients and, you know, I brought on a lot of them and now I'm kind of like, hmm, okay, well, I'm making some content, I'm doing this. And like today was, it was a weird day and I'm curious if you've experienced it and stuff like this ever, but it's like, I'm sitting around, I'm like, okay, well, there's a bunch of stuff I like could do, but I don't really know if I have to do any of it. And like, I just, I feel like I should be doing something, but I also kind of want to break. And I just had this, like, you know what? I'm going to fucking watch a movie today. And I haven't watched a movie in like, like years, man. Cause I always felt like I had to be doing something, doing something. Yeah. And, um, and it's just been this, this drastic mindset shift. And I'm curious if that, um, you know, you've kind of gone through similar things where it's like, you know, for me, I've, there's been times now where I'm just like, okay, just doing nothing. And that never would have been okay in the past. Mm. Oh Yeah. Yeah, no, I relate 100%, man. It's uh, it, it's funny. Um, one of my mentors has said it where we constantly think that we have to be doing things uh, else our default state is going to be laziness and doing absolutely nothing. Yeah. And when in fact, when you actually come from a place of like service, your actual default state without all the negative things and your self-worth and all that stuff going on in your head your actual default state is to help and to do things and to, and to just take time for yourself and appreciate things. And what's crazy is though, it, it kind of works with that. Like, uh, I think, man, I don't know where I heard this. I think it was Ty Lopez years ago. Okay. And I'm like, this guy, this guy, I'm like, I don't know. I've got mixed, mixed kind of opinions on this guy. But I think he said it was like the tuned uh, inch, uh, guitar analogy is what it was. So you can take like uh, the most complicated guitar song. That sounds unbelievable when it's done right. And you can play it. However, if your guitar is not tuned, it's going to sound like crap. Right. And then you can take like a simple song like Jingle Bells and play it on guitar with a tuned guitar. And it's going to sound better than that super complicated, like crazy song that was played on a untuned guitar. So it's coming from that sense, right? So if you're coming from this tuned guitar kind of state, whereas Hey, look, I'm looking to help. I'm like, I'm good. I'm clear. And I like, I take movie breaks, like you said, whenever I want. And uh, I feel good about it. I don't feel resentment that I need to be doing something. And I take time to like heal myself and like take time to just respect and like find like, quote unquote, as woo as it sounds, self love. Um, <laughs> I can't even believe I'm talking about this stuff, but it is true. Like, when you learn to like love yourself, you're having fun times yourself. Even just a couple of words means so much more to someone than someone coming to you saying the exact same words, right? And uh, and I, it's some of the things that I was actually mentoring a couple of my um, 
my uh, recent clients on, I was telling them, I was like, look, you can have two people standing side by side and one can tell, and they can say the exact same thing, but you would feel complete different energies and vibes off both of them. Right. Right. So, and that's, that's the most powerful and amazing freaking thing out there because once you're coming from that, it doesn't matter what you say. People can see it. They can sense it and they can feel it in you that you're doing this from like this sense. And that, that's the difference really between them really committing or not. So it's, yeah, like hundred percent. I take so many breaks. I even sit down. This sounds weird. I sit down, stare at a freaking wall, man, for like five minutes because I literally want to be doing nothing. And I'm so happy that I can sit down and do absolutely nothing. Like, like this. Staring at this mic, there's nothing there. But the fact that I can stare at that wall and not kill myself in here and not self-sabotage and just actually be completely content with it. I mean, there's there's only so much fulfillment this white wall gives you, but it's the fact that like you can actually be okay with that. When you actually go to strive on something, it's kind of you're going with such a clean energy and it's amazing. So Yeah. And it's it's like Cause I, it's funny cause I can actually look back and I, I used to have the same mentality of like, I'm never good enough. Like you're such a loser, like whatever. And I, I, you know, I've kind of been experiencing that more where it's like, I'll just sit and I'm like, man, like things like today was, today was like, I was, I was almost freaked out. Cause I'm like sitting around and like, man, everything's good. Like I'm fine. Like I'm, I'm cool. Like I have good friends around me. Like I have fucking money in my bank account right now, you know, and I'm just chilling. I'm like, this is fucking weird, bro. Like, I don't know what to do with myself. Yes, <laughs> you <yeah>. know? <laughs> Yeah. Hmm. Awesome. So how like now, cause you talked about, you talked about like landmark kind of being one of the catalysts for that. And, and you know, can you, can you look back now? And I mean, I, so many times now I can just talk to somebody and I can just fucking see where they're struggling and see where like, it's almost like I developed the superpower where I can just like mm. dive into somebody's life and immediately just, okay, change this, this, and this. And it's like, it gets them looking at things from a completely different perspective. Like, do you find, uh, I did an interview with another guy recently and he said, you know, I've healed myself so much and worked on so many trauma things. That I can just, I can just see it in people like immediately. Do you find this a similar thing for you? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's, it's crazy how apparent it is, even in the way they hold themselves too. And it's, uh, it's scary. Mm -hmm. It's really scary, but I think it's one of those things where, uh, they were, they're always talking about like high, high status people. Um, like I guess on the social hierarchy, whatever they're up there, but like they can recognize the same, like they can recognize somebody else of higher status as well because they, they just, they just perform differently. They talk differently. They say things in like, in, in such a different way, even though they're saying the same thing that they just pick up on it, you know, and it's, 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 it's amazing. The fact that like you're seeing it too. And like your other buddy there is seeing it as well. And, it's crazy because as people are talking, you can see they're struggling with this and this and this. And you know that you, you can see the best side of them and what they're actually trying to do, not what they're actually saying. That's like, I, that's what I find is truly amazing. It's yeah. weird, man. It's, it's, yeah. it's like seen into the matrix really is kind of like, you know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What would you, what would you now somebody who's, I mean, I have a couple people in mind, but like, say for example, somebody who's getting into the business world and like, um, you know, who's kind of starting to along that path of success. Like, what would you now, would you recommend? Cause I remember listening to Tony Robbins once and he used to talk about how like the, um, now he talks about having the, the art of fulfillment and the science of achievement. So the two, the kind of the two avenues, but he actually talks about how more important than achievement is actually like getting that, that inner state first and in the past he would have said the complete opposite is like you know he he used anger and hatred and and or not sorry not anger and hatred but like he used like the feeling of like this isn't good enough to kind of drive him and what he learned over time is that it's like you can actually be happily achieving your goals like you don't have to you know you don't have to drive yourself to to you know you don't have to be not good enough to go out and achieve and that, that was hard for me to understand for a long time and i'm sure it's probably similar to you so for somebody who's kind of getting started i mean and again, it, you know, Roman, Roman's just like a fucking happy go lucky dude. But you know, there's yeah. other people out there who I know who are like, you know, they're, they're just so they have that same like angst and just like drive and, mm. um, you know, where, like for somebody like that, what would you recommend to them? Where would you say like, Hey, get started here. Hey, maybe slow down. Or like, what would be a typical, you know, if you're, if you're talking to somebody like that, what would you tell them? Uh, so I'd start off with, 
you know, I, I think the whole concept is like where they say like fake it till you make it and stuff like that. I wouldn't tell them that, but I would say like, you definitely have to start with the internal mindset, right? It's, it's the foundation. It's kind of like in, in engineering, when we're, when we're designing a building, you can't build it on like stilts. You, you've got to build it on like a good solid base foundation, right? And this is what your mindset is, right? Now, it takes a long time to convert mindset. It's not easy. And are you going to wait around years until it's done? You're going to realize you're just going to constantly keep doing it. It's an ever evolving thing. So what I actually uh, challenge them to do is we actually work on their outer confidence. So how are they perceived in the world? Like how is their tonality sounding like? What's their body language like? What is their eyes? Uh, what are they perceiving when they're talking to people? Right? So there's, there's some of that outer work that I would recommend they do as well as starting the inner work. Right. So in, in the beginning, the outer work, you're going to notice the most change in what's coming across, but then it's going to give time for the inner work to kind of kick in and then just absolutely take off. And that outer work that you do initially is literally reflective of like that inner work, at, but like years and like maybe years, months, whatever in advance. So it's kind of like starting at both so they can reap the benefits of both of them. But really like, but it's also noticing that a lot of people get caught up on the outer work. Like, what do I say? What do I wear? What do I do? How do I portray myself? What's my tonality? I'm like, and that stuff is great and it has merit, but if that's all you're focused on, you're never going to actually find that. Like you said, your, your happiness and stuff. So I would definitely start revising that. And it's usually the part that's overlooked by everyone. I did it too. I was like, what is this crap? I just want to go and do this and this and this, wow. but it's something that catches up to you and it drills you apart. Now, so maybe with the mindset and then just really uh, figuring out, I guess on the business side of things is how can you be like, my biggest thing is like, especially if I'm looking for jobs uh, to apply for, my biggest thing was like, what's the biggest demand, right? And what's the, what's the place that I can focus on? So I would go and I would scan all these like freelancing websites. I would see what the biggest demands are. I plot them up on these graphs and I would know my numbers. I would know roughly that there's X amount of these jobs available every month on these platforms. And they're roughly paid this much fully knowing that they're lowballing these prices because they're on these sites. So if I can get good at that, I get the referrals, their referrals, the back end is where the money's all is where it's at the front end. Everybody gets stuck on the front end stuff. And they're like, oh man, like the, you can't make money off this. You can't make money off this. I'm like, yes, you can. It's not the front end stuff. It's like the, that the first contracts you do, it's, it's not it. It's the back end and the referrals and where it starts scaling. That's where you start making the real bank, bank for your buck. So it's, uh, it's kind of like walking them through it, letting them understand that uh, here's, here's like the dynamic behind it all. And like, don't take things at face value really. And uh, that client could just be, a portion of his project of a much bigger project, right? They could just be saying, Hey, I need a, I need a blogger for my website. When in fact they need a website developer, they need a designer, they need a marketing plan. They need a, they need a sales team. They need the works, right? Which could be like, what you, what you thought was a couple of like hundreds of dollars contract turns into like multiple thousands of dollars. So right. that's what I'd say. Like start approaching it from that angle. Like how can you be a best service to everyone else? Because it'll expand to everything else. Um, you know, you'll help, you'll grow and grow from there while also applying the inner and outer confidence, because that's ultimately who you are. You're going to be selling yourself. You're going to be portraying yourself, whether you're working with a team, how do you convince your team to deliver on deadlines, to deliver on this? So it's going to be, it's kind of working both of those, uh, hand in hand. If that makes sense. Yeah. So I had a couple, I had a couple thoughts and questions. So one, um, you talked about, you know, focusing on the outer stuff and the inner stuff and often how the outer stuff you'll, you'll start getting results and it gives time for the inner stuff to catch up. Now, the funny thing that I've actually found is like oftentimes if you can handle the inner stuff, the outer stuff just kind of takes care of itself. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, whereas I feel I'm just naturally confident in most situations, but it, it wasn't always like that. Like at first I had to, like you said, I had to kind of portray that confidence. And then at a certain point it's just like, like it doesn't really matter what's going on around me. I'm just, I just feel good and centered all the mm -hmm. time. So um, I actually worked with a, or I, I was talking to a friend of mine, this was like six years ago. And I remember he, he, he talked about this. He's like, dude, forget all the outer stuff. You know, if you can handle the stuff that's going on inside, if you can handle all the trauma and all the whatever, you'll just, you'll just naturally, the stuff just happens naturally. The body language just happens naturally, you know? And I, I, I've really seen that in my personal life and I'm sure you can relate as well. 
And I 100% agree with you on that one. You're right. Well, if you can handle the, the internal stuff, 100%, you, you, your outer confidence, you're just going to come off. You're going to be a lot more relaxed and all that. But I, I don't know, for, for myself, for example, and a lot of people I know, it takes them a long time to get, get that inner stuff out of the way and start working on that inner stuff, to even just start accepting it. You know how many marketing books, or not just marketing, business books I've read that I was just reading from an angle of how can this better this? And then what, by the time I like my, my inner kind of work has caught up when I reread those books, I, I took complete different things out of it. Right. So it's just that I'm just talking about the timeline really. Like for some people they can quickly adjust. Okay, cool. I just got to figure this stuff out. It's done deal and they're good to go. But for some people it's baby steps. And right. right? So by the time for them, they might lose, they might lose motivation. They might lose their drive. They might lose their, their whole mission. They're like, Hey, it's just, just not working. I've been doing this for six months. Right. So, the purpose of the outer stuff is to just fuel them to keep taking action, to not give up on it. And knowing that, hey, man, I don't have to think about what are my shoulders coming across as? Like, how's my back looking stuff? Like, I can slouch if I want to, you know, and not worried about, oh, I got to I got to sit up straight all the freaking time. Right. And no, 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 no. <laughs> you know? so that's a uh, that's the angle uh, that I that I see it. at. So, OK. And the other the other thing you talked about as well is. Um, you, you, you talked about how you took, you kept taking money and reinvesting in different courses and learning more and learning more. And I, I you know, I think I'm getting to a point where I've spent almost a hundred thousand dollars of my own money, not in like college, not in university, but like different coaches, mentors, courses, seminars. I've just, you know, continuously, you know, marketing, sales, dating, fucking personal development. Like, like I've been to everything. And to me, that's like, if I really look at it, like the, the reason I'm able to kind of do what I do now and like, like I feel so much freedom for a large part in, in terms of like, being able to just live a life that that's like really inspiring and passionate to me is because of some of like lots of the investments I've made. Now I was talking to a friend of mine and he was like, yeah, I bought a marketing course once and it, it wasn't the greatest course. And, and I'm looking at making this other investment, but like, I'm going to try it on my own. And, and it's just, it, it's so funny to me. It's like, okay, you could do it on your own, but you could at the same time, you could just spend the 4,000 bucks, get somebody who's actually been through the process before learn all the steps. And even here, the thing, if I look like there's a couple things that I bought, it's like, Oh, it's probably not the best course, but even from making the investment, I still always learned something, you know, whether it was like, okay, maybe not that type of course next time or whatever. Like, so you're obviously a huge proponent of just like paying for the course, paying for the mentor, paying for the, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's uh, cause think about it. If you got a course for free, how, like how invested are you in it? Right. Right. Like you can grab the best freaking course ever. And, uh, if it's for free, you're not going to be invested in it. It's once you have skin in the game and you're actually working towards it and you're doing it, that's what drives you towards it. And you're right. There are a lot of courses out there, a lot of not very good ones. People out there just trying to make some money or they're a rip off of some other uh, method here and there. And um, it was partially one of the reasons why I didn't want to start my own course. Because I was like, oh crap, I just don't want to be another course. Here it is. But I know that I'm like, well, like you spent a hundred K. I think I'm about like 80 to like 90 K range right now of how much I've invested. And I'm like, man, I have all this knowledge that's in my head. I just want to get it out. Cause what if I get hit by a bus tomorrow? Right? Like all that investment has gone where and like, I haven't helped people. Right? right. So it's, I get it. Like I get that you want to do it as cheaply as possible. Uh, and people definitely want to do that. And I fully support that. If there's like, Hey, if you were just invest one time, five K into this course and you're, super successful after that, that is amazing. But usually it's not the case because you're trying to find a fit for yourself and a fit for what your vision is as well. And uh, you learn a little bit from everything. Like you said, you've done like dating, marketing, sales, the works, and then it all kind of just pulls itself together. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Now, okay, so here's another question. So somebody's fresh off the boat, no, not fresh off the boat, sorry, like fresh out of school. I don't know why I said fresh off the boat. Uh, <laughs> fresh out of school, uh, you know, 18, 19, 20 years old, or even, you know, fresh out of university. And they're just like, okay, like I have this degree, like now what now? Cause like, I know for me, you know, and I, I'm not sure who's all going to be listening to this, you know, this podcast by the time I actually like publish it and stuff. But, um, you know, there, the, when I really look at it, there's certain skill sets that really help me you know, in, in across the board. So learning sales, understanding like basic concepts of marketing, like, you know, I, I, you're obviously an amazing marketer. I don't understand marketing close to the, the, you know, the extent that you do, but like there's certain skills that once you just, I feel like once you just understand 
that it all of a sudden it like it just it helps you across the board. So if you're like if say for example, if you could go back, you're fresh out of university or like even you know, somebody who's fresh out of university or whatever, and you're just like, hey, this is something you should do, what would that what would that be? Oh man. Uh yeah, I think like it would it, for me it would be the the inner mindset stuff. Okay. Big time. Big yeah. time. It would even just before be, even before sales, marketing. Even before all that, yeah. I like I and that's the most unattractive part of all of this stuff. And even as I was sit there, my mentors would tell me the same thing. This is the most important part. Do it. And I'm like, get out of here. Like this is I've got this figured out. As when you're young, you think you know everything, right? So someone at like 18, 19 coming out, I know it's not gonna speak well to them, right? right? So for them, it's more okay, here's the basics that you can do on it. Just leave it open so that you do like leave that mindset and self-development kind of open for yourself. But you know what, if you're going to do sales and market, then focus on that focus. I always think number one is sales. You got to know how to sell yourself because you, you don't have to sell yourself to a significant other. You're going to have to sell yourself whether you're getting a job or not. You're going to have to sell yourself on everything that you do. So it's like the most important skill to have. And then from there is branching off in what you want to do. Right. So, and then as they get older and they got more experience, usually they're a lot more open to self-development. Right. Fine. So then like, so it really depends if it's someone I'm talking like similar to my age, like 29, 30 ish ranges. Um, I would be like, okay, let's, let's, let's focus a little bit more on the mindset stuff because look, you've got a lot of experience already. Now it's time to like, would you dial that in and you'll just explode. Right. Versus someone that's younger is like, I just want to go do make money and do this stuff. I'm like, I get it. That's, that's, if that's your driving factor. You know what? Maybe just use that. But I just, just know that leave this open and maybe do a little bit of work at that as well. So yeah. Do you think that, do you think that always like, so what actually no, a couple of questions. So what do you think that are the biggest avenues or best avenues or best outlets or best whatever to do some of the work on the mindset stuff? Oh man. Um, Shirzad, uh, I forgot his last name. Positive intelligence is, has absolutely changed my life and I'm actually still going through it is unbelievable because you recognize uh, saboteurs and what stuff is going to be holding you back. Um, that is by far the best, uh, some like self-development, uh, seminars where you're there on the weekend, you're actually getting a lot more vulnerable and a lot more open with it. Those are great to start cracking on it. Um, so you're talking like landmark or are there other ones like or landmark, like, like landmark. Uh, but I know there, there's a tons, tons of those out there. So mm -hmm. something similar along those lines, because it'll landmark is a great initial kick for you to see what the world can be like without all this stuff that you grew up with thinking what it was like. It's, it's a great kind of like, boom, slap in your face, but that, that slap of the face, it doesn't last a long time. Right. right? Totally. I mean, yeah. People just go right back into their old routines after, uh, after a while. So doing kind of landmark and like some of these like amazing books by like, like I said, this positive intelligence is by far. now. it's the only thing I can even like think of right now. It is such a great book. I've reread it over and over again. It's like a 400 page book. I'm in his program, the works. And, um, it's, uh, stuff like that is what keeps it going. Right. But I would be less open to that unless I had this real big emotional experience, like from this, these weekend seminars. So I would say like, start with like a weekend seminar that can like kind of, shock you but if you're not really open to it you just see what it's like you're like holy crap i see the regret that people have when they're 40 50 for not taking action i see the regret that they have for holding a grudge against their parents their whole lives right I see, you know and it's, it's stuff like that that you're like crap like this is it's eye-opening and then you go down and uh, you start doing like the more day-to-day -day stuff right so that would be my best recommendation cool uh, cool man yeah. I love it. And I love how you said it's, it's funny too. Cause like a big thing that, you know, it's something that I've always talked about for, for years, um, you know, is, is understand like learning, say learning sales is one of the best things you can ever do, you know, mm -hmm. cause if, if you can sell, if you can sell like, and it's, it's funny cause I'm, I'm actually at the point where I'd almost go back and be like, okay, learn the mind. Like it's, it, I like to teach them in parallel. So if I have a client or something like that, it's like, yeah, I want to, I want you to learn the mindset shit, but like figure out a way to learn how to sell, like sell something, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and really, I mean, like you said, sales is, you know, in my opinion is what sets you up for everything in life, you know, if, and it's, it's crappy that there's a huge resistance to it, you know, kind of, especially in Western society, I think just in general, people resist the idea or the concept of sales, which to me is just foolish, but yeah. 
All I want to do is just slap the roof of the car, man. That's all I want to do. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> the salesman kind of thing where they like the car salesman where he slaps the roof of the car. I don't, I don't know. Is that like a movie? God, that's a huge thing, man. Maybe that's just a thing for me, but I see a lot of memes on it. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Killed the joke. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, there's a funny joke there. Maybe somebody listening will get it. <laughs> cool, man. What, uh, what else, what else, what else is, um, you know, uh, what else would be, you know, something to talk about just, you know, maybe just off the coffee of your head that is you're like, Hey, this is, this is some very valuable thing that should, people should know. Like what's some Latin wisdom right now Latin you want wisdom. to talk about, or you're curious to talk about, or, or, you know, you're excited. Yeah. Um, I guess if like, if someone's like trying to start their own business and everything, it's realizing that don't make your life just about that. Okay. Don't kind of sacrifice everything else. Don't focus everything on one thing because it's uh, I can't remember where this, uh, where this saying comes from, but it's like you're juggling. There's like, I think it's like, there's like the different juggling balls and stuff like career and job. It's like a rubber ball. You can drop it and it bounces back. But stuff like family and your like health and your uh, like happiness and stuff, once it like shatters, it's it's gone. And I'm um, butchering this core. I think it was, I'm going to have to dig it up and get back to you on it. But it's something like that, right? So whereas for me, like when I was focusing on business, I sacrificed everything else that made me happy. I gave up dirt biking. I gave up like, then it's a good thing I gave it up was like street racing. I gave up like, um, just like work. I love working with woods. So I gave up like chopping wood. I gave up working anything around that. I gave up, like you said, like movies. I gave up the works, uh, everything, even like, even going out with friends and like de-steaming. I've only, cause I thought I need to only focus on this one thing. And out of it, I became more and more miserable, producing less and less results, becoming less and less effective. And as I started focusing on kind of like spreading, like I have an unbelievable relationship right now. I have an unbelievable um, family right now, dynamic. I have unbelievable health and wealth is the best health, uh, like body I've ever been in. And now I've really like, I'm really well off on wealth and I'm just going to look, I'm just looking to move it forward, but it's coming from like this space of like acceptance. So if, if something dampens within the business, I don't have all my eggs in one basket. I'm like, Oh, that's okay. Like, where it's a bit of a downturn. It's okay. It means nothing for me. I'm actually, I'm pretty well off and I'm fairly lucky to even be able to say that, you know, versus if I just discounted everything else, focused on one thing and people say, you just got to focus on one thing. You're right. There is merit to that, but there's an, there's a limit to it as well. And so it's kind of just focusing. If you're going to focus on business, make sure you're also not giving up on uh, all the other things that you really truly enjoy because that's what makes you, you. And that's what got you to this point, you know? So I love that. I love that. I feel like I've been really learning that the last little bit too. So yeah, no, it's awesome to see that, man. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. Well, why don't we, uh, why don't we wrap up the podcast there, dude? I think that's a perfect ending. No. Yeah. I like it. All right. uh, Thank you very much for joining. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll link up all your social media and everything so people can stalk you. And, uh, Maladin's looking for a couple mentees right now. So if you're interested in learning from the, the great man himself, uh, head him up. Go. Awesome. Looking forward to it. We'll talk to you later. Thanks.